Previously on the Pod Charles Cinecast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting edition of Jedi Egghead. Our guest tonight is host of the world famous Pod Charles Cinecast, Jonathan Foster. Come on down. Yay. Now, in my hand, I have five questions. Answer each one of them correctly, or at least some of them correctly, and you could win yourself one of our three magnificent prizes. How many times is the word Ewok said in Return of the Jedi? Zero. Bang, you got it. Congratulations! You got all and or some of those right. Now, here's your chance to win one of those wonderful prizes I was telling you about. Now, in front of you, John, you have three doors, each with the name of an original Star Wars movie. We have A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Behind each of those doors is a prize. Which prize, and by proxy, which Star Wars movie is your favorite, is up to you. Jonathan, your future awaits. Pick a door. I'm going to go with Yoji, New Hope. Oh, yeah. It's the Sarlacc pit. Boy, am I jealous. Oh, no. I hope you got your bags packed and said goodbye to your loved ones, because you're in for a bumpy fucking ride. (laughs) But I don't want to... I don't want to go. Off you go. No! Hey, is that Brian De Palma? <laughs> so, Brian, how did you end up down here in the Sarlacc pit? You know, me and my science fair projects and following people around. I used to follow my father around when he was cheating on my mother. Really? I took photographs of him. You know, could see a woman going in and out, stuff like that. It was all taking place at his office, which was down the street from our house. And I had broken into the office by ramming my fist through the glass door. You did that? And I, was, I had a knife with me, and I threatened him, and I said, where is she? And I had to search through the office, and I finally found her in the closet on the third floor. To Jabba the Hutt. Well, what did he do? Well, he was a little bit surprised, to say the least. Jabba must have been really angry if he put his only son down here. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Brian. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, I gotta get this. This is my space bear. Hello? Hey, is this, uh, Gorlax 7? Yeah, this is Jonathan. Yeah, I'm down in, yeah, I'm down in the Sarlacc pit. Are you in Tatooine? Oh yeah, you, you're you're hovering over it. Yeah, yeah. Just come on down. You you can't miss it. I mean, it's basically the only giant hole with a big set of teeth and tentacles coming out of it. You can't miss it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I see you. Great, great, cool. Thank you. All right. So yeah, Brian, that's me off, man. Uh, my space Uber's almost here. Uh, would you like to come with me? Stop it! Stop it! I can't hear that. I'm sorry, man. I think you have a really unhealthy relationship with your father, and I think it's not going to help anything being down in this pit. So maybe you should come with me. I can't listen to that! Alright, man. Uh, Suit yourself. Bye, Brian.
an almond <clears throat> just before. And it's stuck in my throat a bit. Uh, oh. I'm recording. Numa, numa. Numa, numa. Numa, numa. Man, this is going to be the new internet sensation right now. I'm banking on it. We haven't done it yet in 62 episodes, but 63, Three. we're going to do it. It's going to be the meme of all memes. I don't know. Something's going to happen in this episode and people are just going to be like, I got to share this with everyone. I got to <laughs> let them know what's going on, that there is something crazy going on here. And it's not going to be something that people are going to want to come back for for new episodes. It's just going to be this one episode. There's going to be the something else. in there because no one gives a shit what we're doing outside <laughs> in and around but this one moment wherever it is i don't know uh it's gonna be something special and uh i'm really i'm really excited for it i don't know what it's gonna be but it will be it i'm just can't wait can't wait but with that said welcome to the pod charles cinecast <laughs> this is your host jonathan foster and i am here today with that boy, who's that boy? Na 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 na. Feels that boy. <laughs> <laughs> who's that guy? What's up? What's you made up, it. Bill? You made it. You made it out of the starlight pit. Yeah, I'm out, man. It, Nobody cared. Oh, no one cared that Did I fell in. Help you out? But I will let yeah. you know that I'm out. And uh, Brian De Palma, he did not help me. Well, for. With the exception of like, he helps me like psychologically to get out, like the will to get out because he's yeah. really, really talkative. And he kept asking me like really personal questions. It was a bit weird. Like he kept asking me where I got my clothes from and like what my measurements were. And like if I was okay with like someone and I, I've got the feeling that he meant himself, but if someone, you know, watched me while i was getting dressed and stuff it was really weird i don't know that sounds weird yeah yeah because there's just you two down there <laughs> yeah it was just us it was really strange there was like a bit of bile like i think the sarlacc pet must be getting old because it was just really like there was some bile down there it wasn't really like it looked like if you know if you happen to stick your finger in there it might just eat it off like you know acid or something it would just completely uh. like just dissolve your finger but it was only just like a little globule in the middle so like i don't feel like i was in really big danger i think if you (laughs) make it past the teeth or whatever you just fall down a tube and you know it was it's pretty i mean the 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 worst part was the fall i mean you heard it last week that was this crazy slam and i can't believe you did that to me i mean if you you should have done better on the quiz you knew it coming i do it every time <laughs> could have studied up you know i was really going for luke skywalker's hand i thought that would have been kind of cool if yeah. only you knew who would lead thing of toto you <laughs> could have avoided all that you wouldn't be like mentally scarred now yeah well i know now yeah. um but i forgot his name already <laughs> i know it's like john williams son <laughs> <laughs> we'll just forever refer to him and yeah john williams son god but yeah i'm out man and uh good you're looking good look like you got tan while you were in there yeah man things are weird on the inside it's it's i don't know it's sort of like if stranger things was a bit happier you know that's kind of what the sarlacc pit was you know the inside (laughs) out it was it was kind of it was strange i don't know i mean it was cool brian de palma was weird but i mean it was cool he didn't really want to talk about films that much. He said, well, you saw the documentary. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's what he left me with. I just, I was like, mm. all right, cool, man. 
Have you heard the podcast? You know, would be a fan of our constant reference thing. Nah, I think like they don't get good internet reception down there. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I haven't heard from you until now. So yeah, I didn't uh, even know we were going to record. <laughs> you didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, I was telling you we were doing twins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were like, "What?" <laughs> that would have been funny because it would have been two hours of me just desperately trying to remember twins. Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> the the interview, in it? Uh, in, the in the car. In the <laughs> It's that one where your Arnold Schwarzenegger has a baby. No, fuck, that's Junior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, we're having a relaxed episode today on the podcast. No films. No more films. Today, we're just chatting some cinema news and uh, stuff about lockdown and podcast insights, all that goodness, because we're coming back. We're coming back. Oh, my God. Return yeah. of the PCT. Return of the PCC. And before we get to that, let's return of another segment we haven't done in a while. It's called User Feedback. Hey, hey, hey. User Feedback. Listen to Feedback segment. Hey, hey, hey. User Feedback. <laughs> I, like, scratched my headphone when you said that and it sounded like the theme song. Exactly. But yeah, uh, it's been a while since we've done this. And, um, I mean, you know, is it, is it our fault? No. Is it your fault? Maybe. Um, <laughs> no, it is the children who are wrong. We had a couple of people, I'm, I'm sure over the last few weeks saying some nice things about episodes, but like the episodes have been so long that even if I did include any sort of user feedback, I probably ended up deleting it while editing because the episodes are just getting so long, you know? So you, it's either you get us you know, patting ourselves on the back by, you know, appreciating your comments and stuff, or you get juicy facts. It's your choice. That might not be true because we got them off the internet and the internet is bullshit. But I deliberately only write down facts I think aren't true. <laughs> They're f- more fun. <laughs> but this is going to be a chill episode. So we'll, we'll gladly pat ourselves on the back this week. Uh, we had a couple of people... Uh, reaching out via the Prince Charles Cinema when we tweeted out that we were doing Return of the Jedi last week. One of the guys had been to the Return of the Jedi event that happened at the cinema back in 2013, where yeah. there was the book giveaway, which we mentioned on the very first Star Wars episode. Because really cool. it's just kind of like impossible to show those films at the Prince Charles. Uh, we didn't really beat on beat on that uh, dead horse last week, but you know, in the first couple of episodes, we talked about how it was just kind of hard. But now, I mean, actually. It's funny, like uh, Empire Strikes Back has been screening for its 40th anniversary, and that was one of the things that, like, surprisingly, Disney is like allowed cinemas to screen. But I think it's just yeah. a part of the whole coming back, trying to get people to come back to the cinemas and stuff, which is cool. I mean, there was a lot of crazy films that were out there um, that you know haven't been screened in a while that were you know going to be available to a lot of cinemas. Um, so it's cool that that's out there. And unfortunately, we won't be open in time for that to screen at our place. Mm. So who knows if it will even be available <laughs> in the near future. <laughs> so but, anyway, that. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, we had this guy named Untitled Junk at Untitled Junk who said uh, it's also the first film to ever use this logo at the beginning, which was the, just the gif of that classic THX logo that yeah, sort yeah, of like yeah. melts in. Which was pretty cool. I didn't know that. Um, so yeah, Phil, you didn't do your your research, brother. Should have you should have said that. I mean, you know, I really should have. We yeah. shouldn't have people messaging us in. 
Like that's how thorough our podcast has been lately because we don't get any comments from people because how thorough the research is. No one has to tell us anything because they already, they know everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my third time doing this. Yeah. I need to stop. I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting like becoming an, an asshole in this episode. No, already. I love it. Yeah. No, please, uh, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know about the THX thing. Yeah, that was really cool. I was just joking, Phil. I'm sorry. I don't want to. It's all right. I'm just wiping away the tears. <laughs> uh, we had a pal Petros over at uh, Case Gym Pod. He said, another great episode of the PCC podcast, and it spurred me on to rewatch Return of the Jedi. An absolute surprise to hear my name as well. So glad I could share the Drew Struzan appreciation. So yeah, as I said last week uh, on the episode, Petros had sent me a DM with some really cool uh, tweets from Drew Struzan with some cool posters and stuff. Definitely check out Caged In Pod. Dude's going through the entire Nicolas Cage filmography, which is pretty wild. And he's got a lot of great guests, not including me. I mean, I'm... Obviously including you. (laughs) I'm the worst possible (laughs) guest. We also had our pal Will Dunn, who's been the biggest appreciator of the Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, he's been keeping us going. He's basically the reason why we said all right fine we'll, we'll, we'll do it just for you man. just for you it just took one person <laughs> to say do it he said well you did it we did we did we did in fact do it i was there <laughs> balance has been has finally been restored to the force with the conclusion of your epic journey through the original trilogy we laughed we cried and we had a good time now how's about those caravan of courage in Ewok's Battle of Indoor episodes, everyone's asking for, and by everyone, he meant himself. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe that's uh, something we could talk about on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, maybe. How about that? <laughs> yeah. If you go to patreon.com forward slash the PCC podcast, there's a tier there called Good Bagel Boss. And for the amount of money that Good Bagel Boss is... Uh, <laughs> You know, set at, I'll tell you what, we'll do it one time, one month. We'll do both of them, one episode, mega episode, myself and Phil team up. So I'm putting that out there and I'll even release it to the main timeline. It'll come to Patreon first and then I'll go to the main timeline as a special bonus thing. So this is a challenge because it's right now that it's a 2020 challenge. (laughs) We'll do anything for money. We'll do. I feel like such an asshole this episode. Good guy. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, that's cool. That was user feedback. It's good to have that back. I love doing that. So uh, sorry if I was uh, being weird through it. I was just joking, guys. I love hearing from you guys. It's always really, really nice. It makes me feel better about this podcast and also just my own mental health that I'm not like speaking <laughs> to avoid. Um, but yeah, we'll get into mental health and all that sort of stuff in a bit. <laughs> it could be fun. Uh, it's going to be really fun. Uh, but yeah, we had a big, big announcement last Monday with the release of uh, the Return of the Jedi. It was apropos that we would have Return of the Jedi and so many dings for returning because yeah. we announced that we intend to return the Prince Charles Cinema. We're going to reopen in October. We said it. We said it. Well, Ned will be back. Yeah. We called our shot like Babe Ruth. <laughs> what? He was an American baseball player. No, you guys should know who Babe Ruth is. Yeah, come on. Come on. It's like Hulk Hogan, you know? Come on. Exactly. 
He's probably a horrible misogynistic man. <laughs> that goes without saying. <laughs> Phil, how are you feeling about reopening? Uh, relieved. Relieved. Um, and kind of uh, nervous as well. Yeah. Nah, I dig. You know, I'm very ready to get back to work. Like I missed that place to death and I you know, want to see everyone and I want sort of, in, a, in the most selfish way, I want my normal life back. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm obviously worried about anything opening, um, especially somewhere like us where it's, you know, a lot of people, that, you know, we make our money off people coming in and sitting in a room together. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, I've been in contact with all the managers for so long and I feel kind of good about how we're doing it and when we're doing it. We, you know, we waited longer than everyone else. Yeah. So, um yeah, I don't know, kind of, kind of mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? Yeah, pretty much the same. I mean, I'm. I'll get into it a little bit more because I mean, we're, we'll talk about like lockdown and stuff for a bit. But I kind of want to get through the big announcements of the cinema and stuff because there's we had quite a few fun things pop up in that email on Monday, uh, and I'll go through basically what they are. The last couple of emails we've done uh, and the news that's been going around on social media and stuff, but like. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it like like you said, like it's exciting to get back. It's exciting to see that place. Like, I absolutely love the Prince Charles Cinema and just like what it stands for and being this really nice community cinema, even though it's in the middle of central London and there's <laughs> yeah. no community really around central London, but we've somehow created this space that people flock to from all over. And with that, I mean, that itself is a challenge because, you know, like it's scary like you know just going back and i know a lot of it just is because we have to you know or else mm-hmm. the place might not be there anymore and <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like we've got the protection from the government to be able to stay closed and be able to keep our you know staff employed and paid and all that so it's yeah. tough you know and there's a lot of like dilemmas there you know challenges and dilemmas all around the board and we'll get into it as we go along but i mean one of the big things is like what will we be showing at the cinema so we've announced when we're going to reopen like it's the most like pcc of ways to kick off a program it's first film announced is stanley kubrick's 2001 a space odyssey on 70 millimeter but like what a movie to come back with it's like the film that would make you miss cinema yeah, most. definitely. Infinitely better on the big screen. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just like, it's really timeless in a way as well. Like, it's one of those things that I feel like cinema goers just don't, re- like, cinema goers who know it appreciate it so much, and they just like, that's Kino, baby. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know that's what I mean? Kino. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, 2001, it's like for people who are fans of cinema but don't know it, it's like always so exciting to see their reactions to it when they finally do see it, especially on the big screen because it's, it's like, a movie. It's, it's just a big screen film. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, I can understand if people don't like it, but I think it's like one of those things, even if they don't like it, they'll probably cr- appreciate the scope of it. Like, it's just it's so grand on the big screen, you know, it's like yeah, such a work of art, you know. And it's a real escape from reality. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to be thinking about lockdown watching that. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like, 
such a mind bending experience. And uh, Ooh, I don't monkey. know, maybe that's something we need <laughs> now more than ever. 2001 A Space Odyssey, it's going to be playing nearly every day from the 16th of October. I believe all the shows are going to be 70 millimeter as well. But yeah, I mean, before, you know, lockdown, like the podcast, the whole programming has largely been dictated by like what the program was yeah. at the cinema. So I don't know. So, I mean, we'll do 2001 A Space Odyssey episode soon. I don't know. Just put it out there in the ether. I don't know. I would like to let it go out. I plant seeds and see what happens. Yeah, maybe there'll be a couple of astronaut men floating around in the in the universe here, and they'll say, "Yes, please, John Bill, please do, please." And I'll be like, "I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave." (laughs) Um, Also, on Friday though, we did another email. We announced two new films to the program for October as well, and uh, they'll be coming out our first week back. One of them is John Carpenter's cult classic, The Thing. Banger. Woo! Which is Banger such a killer like. film. Such a great film. Such First time film. I saw it without the Prince John during uh, really? All Nighter. Yeah, I saw oh, nice. All Nighter. And I'd never seen it, and it was like two in the morning, and it, I was in the downstairs screen, and I would like shivering watching it. Like it made me feel so cold. <laughs> um, but it's great. I love that movie. I rewatched it recently. Um, I just, you know, just wanted to watch it again. So great. Yeah. The great one to throw yeah. up there, especially in October. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we covered the thing on episode 23 of the podcast as well, which was about the Halloween horror all nighter and stuff that we did last year. The, the thing was a big part of Caroline was on uh, before she officially took over as joint co-host with you, Phil. And Mm -hmm. uh, it was myself and Ariane, one of Ariane's, one of her last episodes. It was towards the end of her stint on the main timeline. And yeah, it was really fun talking about the thing. It's a badass film. If you want to learn a little bit more about it, you can go to episode 23 in the archives of the podcast. I don't remember how deep, we went into it, so I don't know. Maybe there's room for another thing episode to go deeper and deeper. It was a different show before the lockdown, you know? It used to be yeah. like 20 minutes of talking about whatever we were showing. And then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that was like two hours of like really elaborate Just, yeah. pranks on each other. And <laughs> I don't know right. if like, I really don't know if people enjoy the really deeper, more in-depth episodes that the podcast has become since lockdown has happened i have enjoyed it well I, yeah i do too i really enjoy it I, I listened back to the godfather episode the other day <laughs> yeah and just because that was like one of my favorites that we've done it was really fun i remember just it was fun to do and it was really fun to edit and that's always a good sign because a lot of times i'm really uh, like worried when we're recording they're like oh this isn't good and then i like edit edit it and i'm like oh actually it's not bad it's, yeah, it's like better than I like thought it was when I was recording. But The yeah. Godfather had this thing about it where I was just having so much fun during it. And it was just like, yeah, man, so dope. And then I listened back to it just to try to figure out how we used to do <laughs> episodes that were a bit shorter. And it still seemed pretty in-depth, so I don't know, man. I really I don't know. Don't what, know. Do. what happened? I'm, I mean, I think part of it was, you know, we were restricted by 
doing it at the cinema and in a time shift. period yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so that would you know you can't recreate that at home yeah Skype, definitely not. you know yeah we don't have any parameters <laughs> yeah we have nobody coming in and being like seriously guide we opened like half an hour ago yeah 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 <laughs> need to get out of the bar now <laughs> no like weird side eye from managers walking down <laughs> Oh, yeah. We need we need Phil now. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't. Nobody needs Phil. (laughs) But yeah, also we announced on Friday, alongside the thing, we're going to be bringing the brand new horror film called Host, which is cool. Recently released on Shutter. It was shot entirely on Zoom during lockdown. And it was created by Friends of the Cinema, which is director Rob Savage and then writer-producer Jed Shepard. They both had done this film called Dawn of the Death. It was like a short, horror short film. They also, like Jed, was uh, responsible for producing that little short film called Double Tap that we showed right before lockdown happened. I don't know if you remember this. It was like a short that we just tagged on to a select number of screenings. So you might not have seen it, but... Yeah. It was a South by Southwest uh, short film. And when South by Southwest got canceled, we just like gave him a screening slot of, I think it just played it before a couple films. And like, yeah, it was really cool. It's just like, it's like, it's very like, it reminded me of Lemmy show. Like <laughs> just, it just had that vibe to it. But it was like, this girl was like, you know, just, you know, tapping on her, like f- her phone or whatever, just scrolling and she saw this like thing, one of those things. It's like, oh, like share this, or this creature will like, you know, like a chain mail come, thing. Yeah, yeah, chain old chainmail bullshit. And uh, she didn't share it. And then the next thing you know, like, <laughs> that, that creature tapped. came. Yeah, it was so great. It was really funny. That sounds funny. Yeah, I didn't catch it. Yeah, so I I managed to catch uh, host though the other day. And it was yeah. so good, man. It's really fun. Uh, I watched it on my laptop as well. Like, um, which most of the time when I watch films, I sometimes have to watch them on my laptop because it's, you know, it's just like, I can't watch the TV at the time. And <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I only want to watch it on the TV. At least it's a bigger screen. And I hate mm-hmm. watching things on laptops, but this kind of was really nice to watch on a laptop because it was Seems like, appropriate. it felt like I was in a Zoom meeting. It was really good, but I think it will be really fun on the big screen with an audience as well because it's really fucking spooky. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's really good. Like, they did a really good job. It looked cool. I remember reading about it a while ago because they released it in America. Am I right? I don't know. I'm not sure if it's been in theaters at all. Oh, I heard about, uh, it might just been on streaming platforms. Yeah. Just this like movie that these guys made on Zoom over lockdown had done like incredibly well. And it sounded really interesting. It's a great idea. Yeah. And it's, um, it's gotten a lot of buzz, really good, uh, reviews all around. And, uh, they're really stoked to have it, you know, at the cinema and we're going to be one of the only places, I guess, that will show it. So look forward to it. It's pretty sick. So. Both of those films, you know, like we said, The Thing and Host, as well as 2001 A Space Odyssey, they're all now on sale at PrinceCharlesCinema.com. So get your tickets. It's a good way to support the cinema until we can reopen. We need, we're going to need a lot of support via pre-sales and stuff to help us out because that'll give us a good basis of like whether or not we feel like people do want to come back as well, <laughs> which is like, yeah, it's, it's scary. So yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, another thing we announced on Friday was we're going to be showing the new British psychological horror film called St. Maud. It was released mm-hmm. by A24 in America and it's like Studio Canal is releasing it here in the UK. It was a big hit at like Toronto International Film Festival and London Film Festival last year. And I think it like got released in America right before lockdown and it was due to be released here in the UK, but it got pushed back obviously because of coronavirus. Yeah. So it's finally coming out. It looks really cool. Um, it's meant to be really good as well. So we'll see, but tickets for that will be on sale soon. So like how we're going to be releasing these new films each and every week of what's on sale and stuff. I have created this like bingo card, basically. It's really <laughs> fucking weird. I got like really out there. Christmas come early. It's like an yeah. advent calendar. Yeah, yeah. That was sort of the idea. Like originally it was going to be like sort of a calendar that we would do like via sort of like an advent calendar. But then I realized that most of the films that we show show for like over a week and stuff. So it's really hard to like just do like one block and it be a film because yeah. it'd be like two badass films playing in one day. But yeah, it felt like, oh, okay, a bingo. Let's do that. And uh, it got really out there with the design. So it was pretty funny doing that. But uh, yeah, we're going to have new films every day come out like on this card and release via social media Monday to Friday and also in our emails. So check social media and the Prince Charles Cinema mailing list to see what new films are going to be announced every day for the next few weeks. You can expect a lot of PCC classics, uh, but also it's it's October. So we'll be unleashing a lot of horror films too. Don't worry if you're used to like our horror October program and feeling like you're not going to get your, you know, your spooky ookies because they are coming. <laughs> <You're fake. laughs> the program, yeah, it's going to be badass. Like there's not quite as many films as normal. There would be a lot of like films repeating across the week especially in the first couple of weeks. But eventually we will get to a pretty diverse program that you're, you know, you're used to. And that will come, you know, as more films come out, you know, the industry is starting to open again and regulate itself again. So we'll see what happens. You know, obviously we're still in the middle of this pandemic. You never know what will happen. <laughs> like it changes day to day, really. Yeah, literally. So hopefully we'll open in October. That's our game plan. That's where we're you know, we're, we're saying that's where we're open and hopefully it will happen. You know, it's really going to be up to like <laughs> the universe at this point. But yeah, unfortunately, due to the need of like social distancing measures, we will be opening a capacity of 25%. So we won't be able to do for a little while, like things like marathons, as it won't be safe or economically feasible to run these things overnight. We won't be able to do our normal quote-alongs and sing-alongs because we unfortunately can't have audiences shouting out in the screens at the time, nor will they be as fun, you know, with reduced audiences. So there's yeah. a lot in factor there. But yeah, like what safety measures will we have in place? So we'll have online booking for tickets, contactless payment on site, staggered film times with greater gaps between shows to reduce overcrowding. Uh, like I said, there's going to be a 75% reduction of capacity and there'll be social distancing in the screens with your seats. There's going to be a bit of a bubble when you, every, every show is going to be uh, um, allocated seating, which is different for us. Normally we only do that for like bigger things like 70 millimeter, big events and stuff. But like just due to social distancing, we have to do it this way. And 
yeah, when you go and check out, you'll have a couple of seats on either side of you that would automatically block out. So it creates a bubble around you. So hopefully you'll be safe. Um, there's going to be enhanced training from our, our staff with PPE, rigorous cleaning schedules, protective screens at the till points, enhanced ventilation in both auditoriums. I think our bosses like got this really ridiculous system that they were talking about that's supposed to help purify the air throughout the whole cinema. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But like in the meantime, we just, if you want to know how you can help out the cinema or if you're just unsure about coming back to the cinema, we understand we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're being put in a very difficult position of having to reopen because we need to keep the business afloat and hope that things start to get better. But you know what you can do in the meantime, if you love the cinema, you want to support us, you don't want to see our doors closed. What we've been saying this whole time is buy memberships, buy gift memberships or buy gift vouchers. Those are all available at PrinceCharlesCinema.com. You can support us that way. That's really a big help. You can buy tickets for these films that are coming out. Uh, obviously, you know if you're not ready, we understand that. So there is also the new thing. One of the big exciting things, there's a brand new web store, pccwebstore.com. Fucking cool new merch. Yeah, cool new merch. Awesome new t-shirt designs. We got hats. We got mugs. We've got socks. That's right, bro. I'm so stoked for all those things. Like... We just need sweatpants and it's a whole outfit. Yeah, I really just, I want to, I'm going to go broke if I buy any of that shit, but like I really want like almost everything. Hopefully yeah, there'll me be too. some I'll, stuff I'll, for staff. <laughs> I might get a cap. Yeah, the cap's really cool. I love the socks yeah. as well, man. Like yeah. the mug's sweet as well. I love that new, it's the new old logo. The parental advisory. Yeah. Like 90s logo. Yeah, we found cool. it on like all these 90s like adverts and stuff and ticket stubs. And we were just like, that's such a badass logo. Let's like repurpose that for now. It's just like make, make, you know, old new again, you know, it's great. Yeah. I remember Paul, shout out Paul, mentioning when I ran it. Yeah. When I ran into him ages ago in Central, uh, he mentioned it and then I forgot that that would even happen. And I saw it and I was like, that's what you were talking about. That was really fucking cool. Nice little throwback. Yeah. Yeah. It's sweet. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff there. It's been a while since we've had like a lot of exciting new merch and stuff. Um, it it it's a it's a gamble sometimes doing merchandise. Like sometimes you can get stuff and it sells really quick, and it you know it, then sometimes you get stuff and it just sits on your shelf. <laughs> it's just collecting dust, and it's you know, we have a very small building. So when there's extra stock around and it's not moving, it sucks because there's no room. <laughs> like, so it's, it's like, great. what are we going to do with all these extra large gremlin shots? <laughs> yeah. So it's great. We finally have this new web store. Uh, we're using a company that like ships out to you directly. So of course, also another thing, like we're doing in the middle of the pandemic, we had a couple of things for sale on our old web store. But like, if any of those things you know, were being sold, we wouldn't have been able to fulfill those, you know, purchases because the stock was at the cinema and it's locked mm. up <laughs> and like yeah. we're all at home. And uh, the merchandise now will be coming directly from the fulfillment company directly to the customers. So it's just like it works out better for everyone. People are going to get their merchandise items. So it's really great. Hopefully you will support us. Like I said, again, it's pccwebstore.com. There's some great stuff there. Support us there. Spread the word. Spread it. It will, like I've said a couple of times already, it's going to be tough for a while, I think, for the whole cinema industry, for us. 
because we're experiencing like just a really uncertain time right now. Like it's kind of probably unprecedented, like, you know, for the cinema industry to be dealing with this probably since something like the wars, <laughs> you know, like, you know, there's just like, there's not an influx of films right now. We're also competing with the fact that like home streaming options, we've always been dealing with that, like becoming bigger and bigger and video on demand and all that. So now uh, streaming services are in like higher demand and there's more options than ever now. You yes. know, and I, you know, I still believe in the power of cinema, like in the community vibe, like I said earlier about the Prince Charles cinema that it offers, but like, it's really scary now. Like, cause with this pandemic that's going on and it's, you know, it's not gone. It's not gone away. Things haven't gotten that like, you know, maybe some cases have gone down, but we don't know if things will rise and you see certain areas of the country that are, you know, going back into Ah. lockdowns and, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't really know what will happen. Um, And like, it's scary. Like, you know, when you're the place you love and a place that, you know, employs you and you just worry about financial security and stuff for yourself if it'll be there and uh yeah that's a scary thing so hopefully we make it through i don't know (laughs) but phil we've been uh we've been at this now for like nearly five months this lockdown (laughs) but who's counting am i right yeah (laughs) who is counting i am (laughs) i just wanted to do something this week that was sort of like the way we did our first episode in lockdown where we were just like just talking and I felt like that was important to do this week with the announcement of reopening and stuff. And it's just crazy. It's been five months. And like, I think back to, like I said earlier, I was listening to the Godfather episode that feels so long ago, but it was only like a week before. We were so carefree and full of life. And we're like making jokes about like, oh, coronavirus it hasn't come here yet or something because it was it was still so early and then like yeah, yeah. it just got it was just got so bad so soon and it's really weird quickly. it's weird like it's so strange PTT podcast predicted it yeah. <laughs> oh man so we've done like 20 episodes like over 20 episodes in the main timeline now which is the most impressive thing I've been doing yeah <laughs> <during the lockdown. laughs> and it's something you do <laughs> And we've done over over on Patreon.com forward slash the PCC podcast. Here we go. Another plug. Shout out. Shout oh. out. Tell us what to review because now we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for $5 and up backers over there, we've released an additional six episodes since lockdown as well. So well over 26 episodes have gone out during Mad this content. Time, which is crazy because they're all really long as well. You know, it's not like they're little teeny episodes like this might end up being. You know, they're they're like big old mama jamas most of them yeah <laughs> i love how we've created mama jamma but every episode in itself is a mama jamma really mama jamma, yeah <laughs> this is more like the mama jamma season yeah and then hopefully we'll wind down god what's the podcast gonna be like when we go back i don't know i really don't know <laughs> It'd be like a mix of what we had before and what it is now yeah maybe like an hour and a half instead of two hours <laughs> yeah well phil one thing that's been prevalent over the podcast for so long <laughs> is snack time. Snack time. Quarantine. Quarantine. It's snack time. Quarantine. Quarantine. It's snack time. Lockdown. 
quarantine. I actually did get a message from one of our Patreon people who I can't remember if I said this on on the, on the podcast yet or not, but he's a really nice guy. He started to pretty much follow us around the time of the lockdown starting. He maybe like had lashed stone beforehand, mm. but uh, his name was Paul, and he was like, "Shout out, Paul! Another Paul." <laughs> no, um, two Paul don't make a right. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, "Oh man, I really." Don't know if I can ever get used to the quarantine lockdown snack time. <laughs> it's not that much different. It's so about? similar. It's just got a fucking quarantine like, raid raid siren going on. <laughs> like quarantine <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> we should do that live. I love. I absolutely should, love that. Like me too. We should play a show and you do all the theme songs live, <laughs> like their full uncut version. I don't know if I'd be able to. I'd have to relearn like what I was doing. Like, cause most of the time when I'm doing those things, like sometimes I actually like put some thought into it and it would like be a, a proper little song or melody. Like, you know, yeah, some, with structure and whatnot. Yeah. Some of the music that just pipes in when we're talking about things like yeah, particularly yeah. at the beginning of episodes, which I really like that song is called COVID drip. <laughs> but, uh, the stupid snack time song is just nonsense. It's complete nonsense. It. Yeah, but it's no it's snack time. So that's <laughs> like, great. Yeah. But yeah, Phil, I wanted to ask you, like, what's been your go-to lockdown snack? And do you have it on you today? I have a lockdown snack. Yeah. This is one I can't always have in the house because yes. I will eat a whole box of these. <laughs> And I know some people find me disgusting. I remember uh, arguing with Max, who worked Shut at the job. Shut up, Max. I saw Max last night, actually. Really? Yeah. First How's time since lockdown. Yeah, it's doing really well. It's good, good to see him. He's a beautiful, beautiful man. <laughs> he's a beautiful man, <laughs> but he's absolutely wrong about this snack. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure he said he, it made him throw up. Um, but this, and, you know, and you'll appreciate this, I think. It's a Twinkie. Oh, Twinkies. Yeah, there we go. Classic. Hostess yeah. Twinkie. If um, anything's going to survive this pandemic, that fucking Twinkie will. Unless you exactly. can open it and you eat it. Yeah, that's a joke. <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it. You're not going to eat it? No. Good, yeah. Come on, man. It's not bad. that you pretending to open it? Yeah, it's Oh, it's good. I'm giving it a five out of five. It feels pretty stiff for a Twinkie. Oh man, maybe it hasn't survived. It's a good Twinkie. Good Twinkie. Nice. That's a big Twinkie. What's your rating? This one, I give like a three. Okay. Because it's a little dry around the around the um, the top. Yeah. But in general, Twinkies are soft and satisfying, and they're like four, four and a half. Yeah. Okay. And I can eat a whole box of them and hate <laughs> myself. So it's not the go-to. I've tried to curb the snacking. Yeah. Can I realized really early on that I was going to balloon blow up. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to balloon. I was going to put on like a massive ton of weight. Yeah. That's a so scary like, thing. Like during the and that's why I started exercising. Just yeah. the idea of like, I need to burn all these extra calories. Cause I'm literally, 
Usually I don't have to because I'm at work and work is very physical. Yeah. We're doing lots of deliveries and stuff, running up and down the stairs. Yeah. But yeah, so this is, you know, but occasionally let myself have a treat. I've let it completely collapse in the last month or two. I've essentially halved my exercising time and doubled my ice cream. In. <laughs> ben and Jerry's. <laughs> Dude, I love Ben and Jerry's for anything they do. I've tried every flavor they have at Sainsbury's now. And now, you know. Now know you're on to Asda. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they have a new flavor. Yeah. I think Probably Iceland Asda. have more flavors. So okay. I'm going to head there. Damn, What about you? Snack. Go to snack. Okay. So I've been like sitting on this snack for the entirety of lockdown where I think this for me is like for me personally, if I can't, which I did actually get a box of Cheez-Its the other day in, in, in the mail. Cheetos. That's one of mine. Cheetos. Nice. Yeah. So for me, Cheez-Its is like a God tier snack yeah, as far as it's so cheesy cracker, All night it. snack. but it's hard to get. So during lockdown, my go-to and it's, it's okay. Health wise has been, basically like a granola like a trail mix so i get uh, a bag of granola like you know uh fruit and nut granola like yeah. raisins and nuts i like those yeah mix i i put in some mixed nuts as well so a pack of just all sorts of mixed nuts and then i throw in a couple m&ms in there you know just mix them up just Ooh. some like Ooh. sometimes i'll do two two packs so there'll be like a pack of peanut and a pack of just regular M&Ms. Just shake that bad boy up in one of Damn those big boy. cereal containers. And then you just got like this badass, you know, I can't mix. See it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to see. I don't have much in here because, you know, I'm just, it's a hand, you just get a handful and go sort of thing. That's, that's what I do. And it's five out of five, brother. Wow. <laughs> you know how to snack, brother. That's my go to. Lockdown snack. You guys could, finally get to hear it. I've been saving it for the entire lockdown. I'm. I can imagine you sitting there, like watching TV and just eating a bowl of nothing, like bird, little morsels, <laughs> like such a tall man, and just like feeding on like feed. Yeah, it's bad though because like I'm saying handful, man, just a handful. Get a handful, but a it's handful. like every time I go through the kitchen or something, I'm just like. Oh, just a handful. <laughs> and you yeah. just end up eating a ton of granola in one day. <laughs> like the, Okay, so the thing I've had every day, at least, PB&J sandwich. Yeah, you said that the other day. Solid. Every, literally, every, almost every lunch I've had that. I haven't gotten sick of it. I don't know why. Um, usually I have like some crisps with it, but the crisp changes. My mood changes. I don't have like a regular <laughs> one. And then the other one is probably like every night, tea and biscuits. Tea and biscuits. There we go. Yeah, I'm tea and bit like chocolate digestive, unbeatable. Like the yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but I feel like I've done that on the podcast. Like leftover nacho. Yeah, I've done, yeah, yeah. definitely done that. <laughs> yeah. um, or coffee. I, you know, I'm drinking like two, three cups of coffee a day. Like, yeah, shaking. me too, man. Yeah, I've had a lot of it's coffee. Not good. I've had a lot of coffee during lockdown, but it's good. I love coffee, and it's you know, it's fine. I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm a big boy. If you don't know, already, You're growing, it takes it takes a lot <laughs> for me to get the shakes from coffee. But uh, that's true. It's like when we go out drinking. I don't think I've seen you drunk. Yeah. And you're like knocking it back with the rest of us. But you're yeah. always cool. Yeah, man. I'm. It takes a lot. <laughs> it's like I'm six foot six, man. <laughs> it's like 
I'm like Andre the Giant over here. I can go like <laughs> 40 beers deep. And, no, that's not true. I'll be him. I, I, he would out drink me in, in a <laughs> second. But uh, I think you'd out drink him now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Pull the Undertaker's theme's just playing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, 21 and 0. Oh, God. <laughs> well, Phil, like. <laughs> <laughs> what's been some of your favorite lockdown episodes of the podcast so far oh man um you've done a lot we've done a lot and i thank you for letting me do this it's been such a like honestly really beneficial just health-wise to have like some sense of routine yeah yeah and have something to come back to every week um I mean, the Star Wars trilogy, like I was yeah. so happy I finally had a platform and I didn't just have to unload on Dusty every few, you know, weeks. You know, I'm <laughs> like, the thing about Return of the Jedi. Sending me like DMs just being like, thanks, John. Thanks so much for <laughs> protecting me mentally from Phil's berating of me. <laughs> it's not like directed at her, it's know, just, you know, around her. There was no DMs either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn. I know. I was actually looking um, at our list the other day, and a few stood out. Hold on, I'm going to bring it up. Actually, mm. do I, do I, am I subscribed to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Damn! I was going to cut out all of this, but I kind of feel like I need to leave that in. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, I am. Um, uh, I enjoyed. I mean, digital was great. Yeah, that was super fun. That was like big, like really extensive, really educational. Pineapple Express is great. I like talking to them and I like talking about weed. Um, and Ariane was <laughs> on as well. It was nice. George and yeah, Star Wars. Hook. I know Hook was the recent one, but I had a really good time going back to that movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of just named them all. Um, yeah. And no, I mean, it's great. They've like, all been good. They've all been really fun. I had a lot more fun with Star Wars than I thought I would. Which there is you really go. good. You don't never doubt me again. Yeah. Especially the last one. I like last week's episode. It was sort of bittersweet to like finish it. And I just take a bye. I, was, yeah. I know we were joking around about doing more and I'm I'm really open to it. Like <laughs> I yeah, I had a good time just talking about those silly movies because even though I'm not like the biggest fan, like I can appreciate them and like it's fun, like just talking and it's all like you know, it's all in jest really, like making little jokes. I think it's such a beloved franchise that everyone just it's almost like universally loved that yeah. I feel like it's okay and it's susceptible to a little bit of tomfoolery and uh, poking fun at at times so <laughs> yeah it's like making fun of a big Disney movie it's not gonna hurt the movie It'll yeah be, it's still gonna make all the money in the world yeah I also love anytime we've had a chance to like be a little bit more creative <laughs> with things like like you know one of the big things early on before the lockdown that we did that was just really fun was having fun with the groundhog day episode and then we've done that a couple more times since we've done that yeah you know with uh the twilight zone episode super fun for the midnight special <laughs> <laughs> super fun like i i've just had a blast with that like and 
And, uh, you know, last week's episode, the Ed- Jedi eggheads. <laughs> so stupid. Really fun. You did such a good job on that. I listened just to that bit and it made me laugh. <laughs> it was exactly what like, I had in my head. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've, I've listened to that back. It's weird, like, listening to your own podcast. It's I, I guess anyone who creates something can, like, understand how weird it is to listen back to something yeah especially if you're editing it it's strange and i've gotten over that over the years and i've no i know we've talked about it like on the podcast and stuff (laughs) about how weird it is to edit the podcast and like listen to yourself and i've gotten used to it but it's still strange and it's even stranger (laughs) to like listen back to it separately but i've had to listen back to the jedi eggheads bit over and over just because it makes me laugh same thing with like the uh stuff with the twilight zone episode like i've actually like really just enjoyed like having to try to be creative with voiceovers and stuff like i recreated the twilight zone intro for that episode and that was so cool and like it was really fun to do like if people saw what I was doing, <laughs> like to, to recreate bits, they would have thought I was crazy. Like literally there's that sound that just sort of goes in the background. That's sort of like this whistling sound and it's in the twilight zone theme song from the film, but I couldn't isolate that sound because there was talking over top of it and I had to talk over top of it as well. So I recreated it with my voice and I just put, yeah, and I just did like a weird because I'm sure it was some weird synth sound, but I couldn't like figure a it out. Or something? Yeah, I couldn't figure out what it was. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just whistle and I'll put a lot of effects on it. And I ended up like getting it spot on. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell. And I've started to um I've started to do like some like voiceover stuff where I've well tried to get work doing voiceover stuff, like voiceover work. And I've just like put that in as part of my reel of things <laughs> like because it's like this is great come on, come on hire yeah. me jordan pill come on brother <laughs> come on if you ever get tired of uh introing twilight zone i'm a voice unsolved mysteries out there on netflix you don't have a narrator as don't, far as i could see i miss i and want the narrator i want a narrator and i'll be your narrator so Hashtag release the thud butt cut. Hashtag mate John, the narrator of Unsolved Mysteries, Netflix. Do it. Is that one long hashtag? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one long hashtag. And it's not even like who, which John. It's just, yeah. John. Like it's just like spelled out hashtag as well. Like hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. That's the only hashtag there. Hashtag release the thud butt cut. Yeah. And hashtag spelled out hashtag. Make John... <laughs> The narrator, the narrator of Unsolved Mysteries, Netflix. Netflix. UK. <laughs> That's probably over the tweet limit. <laughs> make John the narrator of Unsolved. <laughs> Do that, please, listeners out yeah. there. Let's let's get me let's get me some work. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. So, Phil, what's uh, the last five months of lockdown really been like for you? Like, I know we joke a little bit here and there in episodes, but. You see what I'm doing with my face here? Yeah, it's time to be truthful. It's time to let people know what's going on. Oh, man. I don't know. It's hard to talk about it. Yeah. Honestly, because it changed so much. But it's been, obviously, it's been difficult. It's been difficult for everyone 
and everyone's circumstances are different. But like me, it's someone who like dealt with a lot of anxiety and depression. Yeah. And then you take something, you take a lot of what like keeps me sort of sane away. It kind of, it leaves me like floating a little bit. And I was first, I think like first month I would, it's like, it's like the stages of grief, you know, it's just like I was eating into it and then I was like angry and now, and I was like bargaining, you know, you know, like maybe I can still go to these places without feeling weird. And then now it's like, I've just completely resigned to it and it's like acceptance and I'm <laughs> it's like, I'll wait as long as I need to wait because I don't really want to endanger anyone. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's a hard one to answer. It's been, I've been very lucky. Uh, I've been with Dusty the whole time, and she. I feel like I'd be worse by myself. Yeah. Um, but it's just I don't know. It's the little you learn to appreciate the little things, obviously, but like even the little things you do at home, you can no longer appreciate because <laughs> they're the thing you do as an escape from work. Yeah. Like I'm sick of watching movies and shows and stuff because I do that to like unwind and rest. But all I do is unwind and rest. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I, I'm trying to, and I'm constantly fighting with the guilty feeling. Like there was a horrible expectation when we first went into lockdown. It's like now's the time to finish that, you know, project you've been working on and, you know, all you're going to do this and you're going to do that. It's like, well, I didn't, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, it's okay to just sort of exist right now. Yeah. But I managed to do a few things. So it's trying to appreciate that I have those. I've, you know, I finished a script I've been working on for like a year, and got to read a few books. Been doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, exercising. I don't know. It's just just desperately trying to keep sane. Yeah. It's the best way I can. I can. It, I guess. Yeah. But in a weird way, in a morbid way, I'll kind of miss it. There'll mm. never be a time like this again, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you? Hasn't been for you? Yeah, man. Pretty similar, to be honest. Like, obviously, I've been doing a little bit of work here and there, you know, for the cinema. But, like, I think I've said this a couple of times, definitely to you personally, like, maybe off air, but probably even on air as well, like, just before you know, the lockdown happened, I was starting to get a bit burnt out and stuff like, and wanted, I haven't been on a holiday properly. And like, like my wife and I were talking about the other day, like in like two years where we've left the United Kingdom to go to the beach or something, just a simple holiday. Yeah. (laughs) And I, you know, I'm bad about taking holidays anyway. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this year finally, you know, cause like I've been dealing with visa watch (laughs) <laughs> Put that in. That's a throwback. But yeah, I you know, I was dealing with that over the last couple of years of like, you know, just trying to deal with these visas and like last summer uh, around this time I was like in that sort of uncertain period of time am I going to get my indefinite leave to remain to be able to live and work in the UK for an indefinite period of time. Yeah. And uh now I'm I'm through that and this summer we were like, yeah, we're going to go do something finally. And, you know, and then the pandemic happened and, then this happened. and that happened to many people. But like, you know, even, even apart from that, like, you know, whatever, that's first world problems. But just mentally was starting to get burnt out and wanted to take a break. And when the lockdown happened and part of me was just sort of like, oh, man, like this is the break. 
I'm going to get. But then it just didn't really happen that way. <laughs> it because really it was is, like, yeah. now, like you said, now more than ever, it was like expectations to be doing things, to be like, you know, completing things, doing projects. You have the time to do things. But then also, like I was still, you know, just repping the Team PCC, you know, like keeping the podcast going and mm. trying to keep it really strong and um, doing things to keep engagement up via our social media channels and getting everyone like, you know, on boards and these emails we've doing we've been doing. And, you know, like a lot of that just eventually started to slow down because we were all kind of getting burnt out. Like it was just sort of hard to do. And then I got to this period of time where I was just like, I felt guilty about everything, like of not being able to, like, like you said, of like not doing enough and not accomplishing more things and then guilty about not working harder there's i couldn't work and there's nothing to do and you Mm. know except just like hope that we'll get through this but you know finally i got to a place where i hit this plateau of like just being comfortable with it and understanding there's nothing i could do but just trying to get back to like doing things that i love like creating music and i get i went through like a really cool period of time where i was just like i knocked out numerous songs for an upcoming album and i released that ep you know manifest destiny Destiny. so it was like cool that was coming out and that was stuff i wanted to do but now i've hit this fucking block where it's like i think at first i was just like i was happy to kind of like slow down and like i was fine with the lockdown and like not being out in public a lot and all this sort of stuff and i was like i was thriving at working at home and stuff it was like really good but then just hit a wall of like mm-hmm. mental like pressure and anxiety of going back and it feels like you know everything's opening back up and it's sort of like feels scary in this this like world that we're living in and i feel like the idea of like new normal is just ridiculous and that there's not really enough new <laughs> like it's yeah. just trying to go back with the band-aid on you know and nothing's changed like the world started to look like it was getting so much better with like countries closing down and stopping like their pollution and and uh animals returning to the wildlife and like you know it just it was like, oh, like man, a glimmer this, of hope yeah this is the world we can have like where of course we're gonna have to deal with this virus and we we should take it with the utmost sincerity instead of it just being this paranoia like hoax conspiracy bullshit that's been going around Mm -hmm. and you know the world like had a shot of like i feel like just some change and then the change i don't think is really gonna happen and it's sad (laughs) like it's sad that we just like live in this world of and that's made me more depressed and stuff at times and yeah i don't know i'm trying to get it like i've been saying it for the last couple weeks at times it feels like it's a joke you know just because it's i don't know sometimes we joke about things on the podcast where we're like you know, it's just like, it's what we're doing. This is how we're living. <laughs> and like, but there's an element of truth, a lot to things that we say and just ingest. You know, it's just how we're feeling. But it's comforting, actually, to hear you basically say kind of the same thing before I said it. And like that, you know, that you're not the only one that's feeling that way and dealing with it and that everyone else probably is as well. And we want to hear from you out there, listeners. Like if you're dealing with it, it's fine. And we're here. I know I was joking about user feedback. I don't need to read those out on the podcast. I'll read out anything that you say to us that's sort of about films and whatever with the podcast. But if you ever want to drop us a DM or whatever, you know, feel free. 
we'll, we're if you want to talk we're here yeah so i appreciate like people who've sent us some really nice messages and stuff when we shut down and people who've hopped on patreon and stuff who supported us there to like just tell us how much you know they've enjoyed the podcast and how it's helping them get through things it's really awesome to hear even before the pandemic there was a couple of og listeners out there who said some incredible things about us and how we made an impact on them and that's just insane to me like i can't can't process that and that's the sort of stuff that sometimes like when i think I'm down about things and I think about like, Oh, is this podcast doing much or what am I doing with my life? And I'm just thinking, well, you know, there was that one time someone said that like this podcast, like, you know, touched them, you know, and that's awesome. Like, you know, I, I love that. And hopefully, you know, we just make people's day a little bit better. I don't know. This episode's probably a bit of a downer. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I'm on it and I get excited when it uploads. Yeah. You know? Like on the Monday now, it would Friday before and different before that. Um, but it's nice, it's a, it's a little bit of comfort. And if, yeah, it's nice to know when we're doing it, it's like at least one person, at the very least one person out there is looking forward to yeah whatever we drop next. Even if we've definitely spoiled it in the last one. <laughs> yeah. Like Hook, we're just like, wow, we should do a turn of Jedi next week. <laughs> And then guess what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know. You were talking about sort of stuff that you've been doing and writing and stuff, and that's cool. And I was going to ask what you feel like has been some of your biggest accomplishments. We're gonna, we're wrapping up here. Not much left. It's going to be a short episode. But you know. yeah, I mean, that's the one. That was the thing. Like I, when we first went into lockdown, I made a list of things I wanted to do. And most of it was sort of... Or organizational, really, stuff I'd been putting off for so long. It was like, you know, clearing out the wardrobe and giving stuff to charity and updating my laptop. I couldn't run anything on it for ages. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny at the beginning of lockdown, just your laptop was just... I was using Dusty's laptop, <laughs> like it just wouldn't do anything. <laughs> and it would like read certain books that I'd been putting off. Um, but the main thing was like, I've been working on the script like a feature length script nice. for like a year. I've been like threatening to write it for a year. <laughs> and so, and like, it was like, I worked on it like every few months, I'd do another 10 pages or something. So it was like, I forget where I was at. I think I was at like 60 pages when I went into lockdown and now it's two drafts later and it's basically done and it's like 130 pages. Nice. But that was the big one that was like, done and even that was kind of weird because i put it down and i was like i don't have any more ideas left so i kind of just have to leave it for a while and then a few weeks go by and it like only only with that little bit of time i'm like oh that was actually quite a big thing i've never actually written anything that long maybe i can do another one so it's like the delayed like feud of like creativity or like this little deep little birth of like ambition that come like once a month that I like really have to latch onto and then like start doing something with it. Yeah. That's the biggest one beyond just sort of, I don't know. I'm proud that like, I'm not just sleeping in bed every day all day. Yeah. Like yeah. I get up the same time every day. I, I do my, assignment, um, you know, I have lunch and then I'll set a talk to do that day, whether it be 
cutting down a tree or like, um, you know, doing the grocery shopping or something. Yeah. Like just that, just that day to day thing. Yeah, man. That's it. Day um, by day. Yeah. It's hard when the world's on fire. You're <laughs> yeah. right. I just realized we kind of, we talked from a very personal play, but all of that is compounded by like watching the news every day, which I had to stop as well, like halfway through. Yeah. Um, it just got weirder and weirder. It yeah. keeps getting weirder. This is a weird year. I mean, it it's goes without year. saying like... 2020 be like... <laughs> 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 I know that's like a meme, but yours was the funniest one. Yeah. Oh, the, the, flame, the flaming person. <laughs> yeah, which was Honestly, me. I, I think of it like once a day. <laughs> Not to like toot, toot, pat ourselves on the back. But I'm, I'm honestly very proud of the podcast. Yeah, man. I think it's very funny and I'm more than happy to like pimp that out to people. I think great. I have a good time doing it. Um, and it's the you know, closeness I can get to the Prince Charles cinema makes me feel like I'm still a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Until we reopen. Yeah. But now we have a little light at the end of the tunnel, I guess. Yeah. Um, what about do you? Do you have a, like a highlight, biggest achievement? Finally releasing those two songs, Manifest Destiny, was great. Don't great. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I've been sitting on those for years and it was just like it was time to finally get them out. It was like they were very timely. Yeah, it was very timely. It was weird how timely it was. <laughs> but like I, I had like, you know, been toying with the idea of doing it the way I did it, releasing it as just an EP. And I also toyed with having them on an album and then I had band uh lineup changes and stuff. So it was just like I didn't know what to do with them at times. I was like, Oh, maybe I'll re-record them with the bands that I have now. But I was just like, whatever It's time. It's time to get them out. It's time to, I'm sitting on them and now I've got new stuff I'm working on. So that's hopefully something that I'll do. Uh, obviously, like you said, the podcast, it's like, like I mentioned earlier, 20 normal episodes, over 20 normal episodes, I think. And then six bonus episodes with more coming soon. So, I mean, it's a lot of stuff that we've done and uh, yeah, like, it's been fun. The podcast has been really fun. Like you said earlier, it's been like that one thing that's just sort of like, you know, you're doing every week. That's like a bit of normalcy and it's like something that kind of keeps us sane. And we've said that a lot over the past few months of just like the sanity that like lies within doing the podcast, which is great. Yeah. Cause and, I usually hate going outside and I hate people, but yeah. <laughs> I realized I need them to, you know, name. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird, man. Um, but like one thing I'm, I've been really stoked on that I've done since lockdown is like, I've learned how to make bread and like, I think I've, I've been monitoring very closely. Yeah. You've inspired me to try and make pizza. I haven't done it yet, Yeah, but I'm definitely going to try Cause you've made it look like really doable and yeah, look really it's, good. It's really easy. And it's like, so good like the bread that i've been making i just got this really nice bread through a company that just sells huge sacks so i just buy these gigantic sacks like 16 kilos and it takes, takes a while to go through but it's great because i haven't bought a loaf of bread this entire lockdown really i've been i learned i started it at the very beginning because flour was really hard to come by and i had like one bag of flour and i made some bread and it was really good um, I think maybe two or three loaves out of that and then also pizza but it was like it was a small bag and I ran out really quick and then I was just like all right well 
I need to get something else. So I found this huge sack in like in <laughs> on the street. Yeah, and it was it was great. Like I've bought another since. Like so, I've I'm on my second like sixteen kilo sack of flour, and it's so good. And the bread's been amazing. And like I don't miss store bought bread anymore. Like. I don't know. Like it, it goes just, off so quick. Yeah. This like feels like it lasts longer. I know what's in it and it just like tastes really good. Like I had some for breakfast this morning with some eggs and stuff. It was awesome. It's good been shit. one of the things I've enjoyed like, cause I've not enjoyed a lot over the yeah. last few months, but like feeling like, Oh great. I can make bread. It makes me feel proud that I can like, if the shit hit the fan, if I at least have some flour and some yeast, I got this. And some water and a yeah. place to heat something i'm okay a lighter <laughs> <laughs> but i like, feel what do you hope to accomplish in the next couple of months before we open it's it's crazy that like you said there's light at the end of the tunnel but now it's like you feel like oh fuck i'm not gonna get this time back yeah <laughs> like, literally. so what can like, we do in the next couple of months this one did it like this was all the time off i'll ever get and i didn't do anything um i don't know i don't have any um purpose in life yeah <laughs> um i don't know i've been I, I got some wood that i found in the trolley i want to make a birdhouse sweet nice that's so there cool. you go. yeah no that's awesome like i i don't know i want to get back into doing music again and like get over this writer's block i have and hopefully like start to finish my album because i kind of said in my head before we even thought like there was a possibility of reopening in October. Like I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, but in my head I was like, it'd be cool to like buy October, hopefully before the year's out. But October sounds like a good time to release an album. And I was like, that'd be great. But now I'm kind of feeling like, I don't know if I'll be done and I'll (laughs) I'll have enough time. So it'd be great to finish it before the year's over. Yeah. Now it's coming to the end. I'm like, could I have another month please? Yeah. The thing is, I don't know when I'll actually go back to work like i'll You'll be working from home yeah i'll probably be working from home i might come in every so often but i mean i've been told that i don't really necessarily need to go back and even myself personally i'm mentally just trying to prepare myself for going back into the london ground getting on the, the tubes and all that like in the last five months i've really like anxiety is increased over that because i've not been out like like uh on any sort of public transportation since mm. March. Like I've not taken really? a bus or a train or a tube or anything. Like, and I've kind of like, I, I know I'll be fine, but I've built up this anxiety in my head where I'm just like, ah, oh, God, <laughs> and like <laughs> the idea of going back into like, London don't touch me. just like freaks me out a little bit. Um, so yeah, I've just been doing walks and stuff around my local area. So like, you know, there's like talks of like, Oh, like getting back to the cinema and stuff. And I'm just like, ah, yeah i don't know but i want the place to be open because obviously like it's you know it's important films i love film it's important for it to be shown on the big screen because that's what it was made for and uh you know and i appreciate that there are abilities to watch it in other ways like streaming services and stuff and over the years i've got i've gotten a little bit more accepting of that because you know it's just it's easy and it's just I, I get it but i feel like there should be place for both and i know right now it's tough for everyone in the film industry <laughs> so i just hope for their jobs like you know and my own job you know it's like of course you're going to be selfish at a time where 
there's a pandemic going on the world's ending that you need to look out for yourself it's it's okay that's one thing that i know that i feel like sometimes i battle with if you feel guilty about looking out for yourself and i understand there's so much in the world going on right now that's happened in the last five months mm-hmm. that you should look after everyone try to be more it's like opened up so many people's minds to just being conscious of like everybody and supporting everyone but at the same time you do know you have to look out for yourself as well because like you know at the end of the day that's all you got is yourself sometimes and those around you the people you love so you know look out for yourself look out for each other if you can um and that's what i've always said when it comes to like if you want to support the podcast we're wrapping up here uh like so through this episode a couple times patreon.com forward slash the pcc podcast for five dollars and up backers you can support us and get a, a bonus episodes we're trying to do a couple of episodes like we've been saying the last few weeks we've been doing the fast and the furious series we've got another little wrestling film like wrestlers and film sort of thing going on some special episodes that were requested as well so there's a lot of stuff going on right now on patreon but only support us if you can you know afford to we'll be fine without same thing with the cinema like the end of the day it's all about looking after yourself and making sure you're okay but support the cinema if you can if you've got the means to if you even if you aren't sure if you want to come back to the cinema in october we understand but uh i don't know if you love the cinema it's a good chance that like things like that won't exist if there's not the support for it and that's where this whole last couple weeks have been a rallying cry for help to support the prince charles cinema and other cinemas like it and by buying memberships and merchandise pccwebstore.com tickets over at princecharlescinema.com that's about it for us I mean like I just kind of wanted to do a little bit of a real episode hopefully you guys enjoyed it next week we'll be back real talk (laughs) like you know (laughs) usual shenanigans uh (laughs) but Phil where can people next week we'll really do twins (laughs) (laughs) probably (laughs) Phil where can people find you uh the usual spots you know at far away thread Swag. Swag. Far, if I ever started releasing merch, I'd call it uh, Far Away Swag. <laughs> far Away Swag. <laughs> you better uh, copyright that name. I feel like that's a really good merchandise name. Far Away Swag. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it right after this episode. Yeah. Um, at Far Away Fed on Twitter and in real life. Um, Dog Dimension on Instagram. Um, and, you know, thank you everyone for listening. And if they have been. If yeah. you have been during the hard time, like like you just said, you know, support us if you can. But obviously, we understand if you can't financially. But you know, you support something like the podcast just by listening. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you support the Prince Charles by like you know sharing stories and posting pictures and you know telling people about us about what we're going through. You know, buy tickets if you can even for later down the road. Like you said, if you're not ready, that'd be good. Gift membership. We have some really nice merch and we have finally, we have merch that like people have been asking for. Cause yeah. literally once a day, someone will be like, no, I want your t-shirt. Yeah, like the one yeah. I'm wearing, the one front half away. Now you can get those. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I miss the cinema so much. And from the sound of it, um, like just in last week, since we announced our reopening, everybody else is too. It's like the thing I've been wanting to go back and do the most. It's sit in a dark room with people and watch a movie. Because um, it's just not the same at home. And you're right, there needs to be room for both. But obviously I like watching shit at home, but 
I want the option. I want the choice to watch movies that they were meant to be seen um, on the big screen. And yeah, well, thank you for just sticking with us. That's, yeah. that's all I have to say. What about you? Where can they find you? <laughs> that was so smooth. That's great. I've, I'm great for radio. <laughs> Such a segue. You can yeah. find me at Tall for All, T A L L, the number four A L L, on Twitter, Instagram, and my band's page at Facebook. Nice. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, my Jones Music, that's really good. Yeah. What is it? Tallforall.bandcamp.com. Manifest Destinies over there. You can look for it there. You can type in Tall, T A L L, Manifest Destiny on Spotify because I'm not big enough to like easily find via tall because there's other talls over there on Spotify but you'll find it if you type yeah you know that band tall music's out there but anyway like I yeah I just want to second when Phil says thanks man thanks for everyone out there uh, and I, I do want to say like you know like Phil said you can you know really support us without any sort of monetary means by just listening to us and telling friends about us leaving ratings and reviews it really helps us out you know and also just you know mentally it helps me out just to read what you guys say to us if you guys want to say something to us it's always great to hear something from you on twitter and stuff just it could be anything like cinema memories or just podcasts related you know like we love to hear from you guys we love to read them out on the podcast it really does help uh just know that we're doing something and there's some worth and meaning behind it instead of just speaking into a void. And uh, yeah, so you can always hit us up at the PCC podcast on Twitter and Instagram, or you can send us a little email, a little bit old school. I know, I know you young kids out there, you know, maybe not do that email thing anymore. I don't know. <laughs> it's like an like electronic letter. Yeah. Like like I don't a, know if you know about it. But yeah. But anyway, that's podcast at princecharlescinema.com. But as always, thanks so much, guys. Next week, like I said, we'll be back to normal. But uh, this just felt like something we had to do. Like, it felt just essential because when we announced we were shutting down, we just had a very similar episode of this. So it felt like we needed to do that and get out some of these feelings and emotions and all that sort of stuff. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to process the way I felt in the last five months. But maybe when I'm editing I'll have a nervous breakdown and we'll see what happens dude I have one of those like once a day (laughs) just you know like you know uh, that bit in Spongebob where Squidward is like crouched on the like you know slouched on the ground and he's like just (laughs) rocking back and forth and he's saying future future (laughs) that's how I feel every day yeah well we put a horse's head on you god damn it You get the hoisted head. <laughs> you're gonna, you're That's gonna coming find back. out something. I'm just gonna let you know. One oh, of these shit. days, Phil. And that's all I have to say about that. Thank you, listeners. Really weird ending yeah. to this episode, but it's okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>